Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Boss Ladies Connect. Um, So if you are new here, we are doing something a little bit different today. Typically, I'll have a guest on and we will talk about their their purpose journey, um, the things, their ups and the downs, the challenges that they've encountered as they have been pursuing purpose. And that purpose may look like um, being an entrepreneur or working um, in a profession or working in some type of organization or some type of ministry and just really sharing the journey um, of that, that experience, right? Um, But the other part of this podcast is really just sharing our personal growth, right? Because as we are walking out our purpose, as we are pursuing the things that we've been called to, um, we're going to experience um, challenges. We're going to experience things that are going to grow us and elevate us and teach us, right? So I also share my own growth experiences, the things that I've learned Um, and the things that I'm discovering along the way. And so today's episode is going to be one of those episodes. Today, I'm going to talk about just something that has been just like I say, transformative for me. And you know, I got to share it with you all um, so that we can grow together, right? It's all about continuously growing. So sit back, relax. We're about to have um, a conversation about actually a quote let me go back before I get into the the actual convo I got a shout out one of my good friends Jessica Bullock who is a psychotherapist and she also has a podcast entitled Jesus and Therapy feel free go definitely check it out there is um a whole lot of valuable resources and information that she's sharing on a continuous basis. She also has a nonprofit organization called Be Well with her and her husband, and they really um, do just what it says, help you be well in every area of your life. So just want to shout her out because definitely um, this growth spurt or this experience is, is you know, I got to give her her kudos for something that, you know, a conversation that her and I had and something that she actually posted on social media sometime last year. So today we are talking about, so the, so let me explain the quote that Jessica posted. I don't have the exact quote. I tried to search it to find it, uh, but I can't find it, but I know the gist of what it was saying. And so basically it was talking about how we suffer longer and experience more pain because we refuse to deal with the reality. We refuse to accept reality. And I remember when I read that post, I was like, ooh, this is like so good. And like I shared it and all this kind of stuff, um, but I couldn't find it. But that's basically the gist of the post. And so for me, for those of you who know me or kind of have been following this podcast for a while, 
Um, something that, you know, I do is, um, I guess I would consider myself a fixer. Like I, I want to find solutions. Um, I want to do conflict resolution. I want to reconcile, like I want <laughs> to fix things. Right. And, um, and so that can be something that is great. You know, I think, you know, I think that there is nothing wrong with wanting to fix things, wanting things to be good, right? Wanting things to be well, wanting things to be better, wanting um, people and things to grow, relationships to grow. Um, but what I have found is that sometimes a part of that definitely requires me to be in a place of always expectation and hope and hopefulness that things will will one day be better, right? And that's a great thing. I don't think that that's a bad thing, but I think that there is balance that that needs to happen because what what the reality is is that just because you want to fix something, just because you want to find a solution to something, just because you want to resolve a conflict doesn't mean that the people or the parties involved want that. Doesn't mean that that's the same goal, right? And there are some things that you by yourself can't fix. Like you will want to fix them, but you by yourself can't fix it. It may require the assistance of someone else or the resource of someone else, or it just it just may be something that's not even in your control, right? And so you can't fix it. So then what do you what do you do? What do you do? How do you show up? Right. And so for me, I would continuously find myself challenged because I would be one, I would be on repeat, like trying to fix stuff. Like (laughs) if this didn't work, even if everybody wasn't on board with fixing it, I still was moving in that fixing mindset, still trying to fix it, still trying to work it out, still trying to find a solution, still trying to. And what would happen? And I'm talking now more in terms of like friendships and relationships and things like that. What would happen is um, I would be re-injuring myself um, because it wasn't something that others wanted to fix. And so... Um, so I had an epiphany, right? (laughs) I had an experience because a lot of times we can read quotes, um, and we can say them and they sound like real good. Like I love my girl, Maya Angelou, Angelou, I'm sorry. When people show you who they are, believe them, like we'll, we'll recite these quotes. We'll say these things all of the time, but do we actually apply them to our everyday reality? Like our everyday life, like how we're moving. And so I found myself in a situation where I couldn't really fix it and it was like a painful situation, but I, I still was like sitting in the place of like, it, but, but it could be like this or it could work out like this or we could really move this way. Like only if I could get this piece to come here and then I can get that piece to come here and then, then all the pieces kind of fit together and then everything will just work out. And um, good friend, <laughs> what she said was, she reminded me of that quote, that sometimes we suffer in pain longer than we have to because we don't want to sit or deal or accept the reality of what is. And I just, y'all, I just had to stop, right? And then we just really started talking about the reality 
of that situation, what was actually happening now. And so like, for an example, um, if you're trying to fix something and um, maybe, maybe I'm trying to reconcile something, right? And somebody else doesn't want to reconcile or that other person doesn't want to fix it or that other person doesn't want to to work on it or come together or move forward, then that's the reality of the situation. And as long as I continue to stay in the could have, should have, would have, you know, how it could be space, then I'm not really, then I'm opening myself up to constantly being hurt every time it doesn't pan out that way. And so, y'all, that was so revolutionary for me. (laughs) Because sometimes you are just, you know, we say things like we are the way that we are. And and that attribute, I don't think is a bad attribute. I think it's a great attribute. I think it keeps you, keeps me in a place where I can continuously still be open. So like, you know, the door is open if there is, if, if there, if someone ever wants to reconcile, if someone ever wants to work on something, if someone ever wants to find a solution, um, me staying in that, that hopeful space of what could be really positions me not to, um, shut the door or close off the opportunity. And so, um, and it also puts me in a space of expectation and hope. Thus, it helps me to even do the things that I do as far as like encouraging people, encouraging women, right? You know, being able to see beyond what what is right now for the hope for the things that will happen tomorrow. And so that's a great thing. But what we were talking about is that as we're walking in our greatness and as we're walking through life and going through these different journeys, we have to make sure that we're also protecting our heart, that we're not repeatedly placing ourselves and putting ourselves in situations to continuously um, experience pain or experience letdown or experience disappointment when the reality has already showed us that this is not an open door, right? Or that this is not... Um, what what you're what you're hoping that it could be isn't what it is right now, right? And so it's not that that will never happen, but right now it isn't. And so as long as I continue to expend energy in a space where the reality is, um, those pieces are not fitting together, and and you can't put those pieces together by yourself. Other people have to move like the chessboard or whatever. Other people have to move the, the puzzle pieces to make it to make it work. And so so is it advantageous for you to continually re-injure yourself? And y'all, I just had to sit back and think about that. And and what it did was I loved it because it, it challenged my thinking and it challenged it, it it helped me to look back and see a pattern right? See a pattern of behavior, see a pattern of continuous like disappointment and letdown. And also when you're doing that, it prevents you from letting go. Like some things you just need to let go of so that you can be able to move forward into the new things. It doesn't mean that you're like, hate the the person or hate the situation but it does mean it 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 gives you a peace right because you're not constantly re-hurting yourself and so I just thought that was completely awesome y'all um I was like you know it's benefits to having friends that are psychotherapists (laughs) 
uh, that can just, you know, just give you some, you know, when you're just having your regular girl talk or your girl conversations can just offer some light, like shine some light in, in the situation. And because sometimes when we're just reading quotes, like when I read the quote, I knew it was, it was deep. It was like, oh, okay. Like we don't have to suffer as long in something. We don't have to sit as long in it if we accept the reality, but actually applying that thing to a real life scenario or applying that thing to something that, um, to a way that you have just been behaving and functioning is something completely different. And when I tell you, and when I got it and I applied it, I was like, Ooh, I was free. Like I understood, like, like it doesn't remove the pain that I'm going to feel right. It doesn't remove the pain that maybe I'm currently feeling, you know, the, the heartbreak or the disappointment or whatever. It doesn't remove that. But what it does free me up is to not continuously be feeling this thing like every few months or every whatever, (laughs) you know what I mean? And I've just been operating in that space where I'm on repeat, you know, and then I think it also challenged my mindset of like what the requirements of being nice are. And I think, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast or if I did it on the live, but I talked about the difference between niceness and kindness, which was something I learned from another friend therapist (laughs) who actually came and spoke about this at one of my conferences is that, you know, when we are being nice, right, we are most of the time lying, right? Like we, we're telling like little white lies, like, oh, I just want to be nice. Like you're not really telling the truth. You're just trying to be nice to the person or just, you know, make them feel better or, and you're, um, putting aside, um, whatever you may truly be feeling or truly be thinking or, you know, yeah, truly be thinking or feeling to make them, um, feel better, right? And it and it doesn't necessarily, it may benefit them momentarily, but it slowly kills you. And then if it's something, if it's a truth that they actually need to know, it doesn't benefit them in the long run, right? And so she was explained like, that's what niceness is. But kindness, kindness is when you love them enough to tell them the truth um, in, in, in a loving way, you know what I mean? You love them enough to be honest right? You love them enough to be authentic, right? You love them enough to be um, real, right? Um, Whatever that realness may come with, right? And so I was really, it, it challenged me to look back and say, you know, why are you always trying to be like the fixer, the fixer, the solver? Why are you re-injuring yourself and going back and doing it over and doing it over? Um, because you're trying to be nice, right? You're trying, a part of it is just trying to be nice. And like what my idea of a nice person is, or a nice Christian person is, you know, um, and just not, um, which is not always, unfortunately was not always just being an honest person, right? As I grew up in a, in a environment, um, specifically in church where, um, niceness over kindness was how we moved, right? And so, so even some of those things just kind of have um, become a part of my behavior. But and, and then wondering why I'm, I'm constantly being re-injured, you know, in these areas, right? Why I'm constantly feeling some kind of way, you know, um, over and over as I'm trying in an effort to be nice, right? 
But if you look at the scripture, it, it calls us to be kind. It doesn't call us to be nice. It calls us to be kind. And, and it also calls us to speak the truth in love, right? So I, did, I think I did do a whole podcast about it. So I'm not going to get all deep into that aspect of it. But I do want to relate this to the conversation um, that I was having with um, Jessica. So she really could have just been like, you know, oh, let me just, you know, be nice. Let me just listen to her and tell her, you know, listen to whatever she's talking about. But what she chose to be is kind to me. And she chose to tell me the truth and challenge me on the reality of the situation. So let's just say, for example, I'm trying to reconcile like a friendship or I'm trying to make something work because, you know, that's me. Right. You know, in my sisterhood, community building space, just trying to like make everybody get along, not make everybody get along, but just wanting to see everybody get along, wanting to see everything work out, wanting to see all these things when the reality is I can't make everybody get along. I can create a space where that opportunity is available to them, but they actually have to choose to do that. They have to choose to participate in that space. And, you know, I'll be the person that's just constantly trying to make it happen, trying to make it happen, (laughs) trying to make it happen. Um, When the reality may be, this isn't going to happen right now. You know, this isn't going to happen. And she was kind enough to, to bring me to grips with the reality of where we were and help me understand that that person is fine with that reality. <laughs> Let's say if it involves somebody else, that other person is fine with that reality. The only person who is not fine with the reality of the situation is you. And that is why you are continuously going back and trying to that that's why you're living in the could haves, should haves, um, would haves been, you know, and I'm saying space, which is not the reality of where you are and it's not the reality of where they are. And it can be so misleading and it can be so painful. Um, and, and so that goes back to that quote, us sitting in that space way longer than we have to. There is going to be some pain or some disappointment or some discouragement that we're going to experience, but do we have to continue to um, re-injure ourselves? Do we have to continue to continue to beat ourselves up in that same way over and over again? And so this was just like revolutionary to me. I hope that it has sparked some um, ideas or thoughts or ways for you to challenge your behavior or your thinking um, to bring you to a place of freedom. Because when I say, I feel like slapping my hands right now, but I don't know how that's going to sound on the podcast. When I say that that was absolutely freeing for me, something that I have been doing for years, um, it just instantly released me. And let me tell you, it also released me. I mean, okay, let me be honest. Had to take a couple of days to deal with the reality. Okay, so when you're walking around looking for the hope, looking for like all the things that could be if this person just did this or that person just did that. uh, When you're walking around in that space, it's going to be a Debbie Downer when you come to the reality of what the space really is. Right. It's going to be a Debbie Downer. You're going to have those feelings that possibly you've been trying to put off 
from having, and that's why you're functioning in that other space, right? Um, so you're going to have those feelings. So there were a few days where it was just like, oof, the impact of the reality, right? And so allowing yourself to go through that um, is what I did and gave myself the time. But I will say when I realized it um, and when it was you know, verbalized to me and I accepted it, it wasn't the same type of re-injury. Like I knew that there was freedom and release at the end of this because I had accepted it. And so now that I've accepted it, now what are the new actions? So really quickly, um, one of one of the new actions is um, putting forth the energy that other people put forth, right? So if I'm just steady trying to fix, steady trying to fix, steady trying to fix, but nobody else is trying to fix, then I am exerting a whole bunch of energy and investing a whole bunch of time in something that people don't want, right? And so what that happens is it's going to not only wear me out, but it's also going to make when I come back to the reality again that I am going to want to deny, it's going to make, it's going to reopen the whole wound and make it even bitter, like even even worse because I've exerted more energy and more time, you know what I mean? And so, so matching people's energy. Um, and so what that means is if, if, if I find people who want to put in the work, right? Who want to, let's say, fix it, then hey, then I show up with my fixing hat on, right? I show up my fixing hat on. I show up with all the would-haves and what could be and and um, how, it, how it can be, what the future may hold, the hope and the expectation and all the other kind of stuff. I show up with that because those people are showing up with that as well. And so I'm matching their energy and we're working together towards a common goal that is so possible, right? Um, but if they are not willing to do that, then I match that energy as well. And... And then I'm like, okay, accepting. That's the word, acceptance, (laughs) acceptance. So guys, this has been the growth moment. This has been something that has really, like I said, just blessed my entire life. Shout out to my girl again, Jessica. Check out her podcast. Um, I think I will put a link to her podcast in the show notes so it'll be easier for you guys to locate it. But it's so healing, it's so freeing, it's so helpful, It's and it's like a weight lifted off of you um, that allows you to fully like walk out whatever it is that you are supposed to be expending your energy in, right? That you are supposed to be doing um, at that time. And it also helps align you with those people that are moving in the same direction and energy and whatever, right? And so, guys, this has been completely freeing for me. I hope it has been freeing for you. Um, I'd love to hear about um, your thoughts about what we talked about, what resonates with you, um, or even anything that you've experienced or you've learned. Um, Yeah, hit me up in my DMs or shoot me an email. I love it. And if it's, if it's, um, if you're sharing something that I think that our audience needs to hear, 
who knows, maybe you'll be on the podcast and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I know I'm completely open to that. So, um, yeah. So until next time, guys, um, walk in everything that you've been called to walk in, um, live out your purpose and continue to grow. Talk to you later. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've been able to walk away with some really good gems and nuggets of information. So look, if you are interested in finding out more about the home buying process or you're looking to um, apply for a mortgage loan, I have listed the link to my website in the show notes. Please feel free to reach out and contact me. And for compliance reasons, let me give you my NMLS number, which is 216-3906. I'm super excited to help you through this process. And don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions. Talk to you later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.